Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. He's best known for playing the role of Vito Spatafore on the worldwide hit HBO series The Sopranos, a role that was groundbreaking in its portrayal of a bisexual character. But my next guest is a man of many talents. As well as being a great actor, he's a dab hand at cooking, a professional chef who ran various restaurants in the States. But he was drawn to acting and although not keen to work in TV initially, he was eventually persuaded to audition for The Sopranos and the rest is history. He made local and national news here last year when he surprised fans by pledging his allegiance to Dundalk Football Club. He promised he would visit Dundalk when he arrived in Ireland and he has made good on his promise because he's going to visit Dundalk. It's a very special event called An Evening with Joseph Ganascoli. It's happening April 23rd in McAllister's in uh, Bridge Street in Dundalk and this event is very much co-hosted by Irish Afi and I'm delighted to be joined by Joseph Ganascoli. He's on the line with me now. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Uh, you got my name right too. That's beautiful. Perfect. Oh, good. We're off to a good start. I was a little bit nervous about that, Joseph. <laughs> <I'm honest. laughs> uh, but listen, before we talk about your career and acting and everything, tell me, how did this affiliation with Dundalk Football Club come about? Because we were so surprised and delighted over here going, oh my God, Vito from Sopranos loves Dundalk Football Club. Yeah, well, I had met uh, Patty Casey, a friend of mine, many, many years ago, uh, doing a soprano tour in New York, which I used to do. And I'd meet all the uh, fans before they got on the bus. I'm sure there's been hundreds and hundreds of uh, people from Ireland that have uh, done the tour. So we always kept in touch, and um, he started Irish uh, Fai. And I came on board, and he knows I'm a big sports fan, and one thing led to another about the uh, Dundalk uh, Football Club, and I became a fan. I was a fan of Fats. Now he's not even with the team anymore. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. And, you know, as you mentioned, our lovely friend Paddy Casey there of Irish Fi, brilliant website, by the way. I should give them a plug that features celebrities like yourself doing shout outs. They've got Irish gifts and hampers and that kind of thing. So he has organised this really, this night is going to be such a treat, not just for Sopranos fans, for, but for fans just of acting in general and the, and the movie biz and TV biz that's happening at uh, McAllister's in, in Dundalk. So what can people expect from the night? Well, I'm actually doing um, an event. I'm here in Detroit, Michigan. I'm from New York. I'm in Detroit, Michigan. I've been here with, uh, let's see, four days. Doing similar events. Uh, Last night I was in a cigar bar, a cigar lounge. And, uh, you know, I tell my story, how I got started in The Sopranos. And uh, um, coming from the restaurant world, the chef. And, um, uh, so, and then I answer questions that people have. Usually it's about the ending or about the movie, (laughs) but, um, you know, it's, uh, people, so people are going to be curious about that. Uh, 
I won't give it away what you know my what my story is, but it'll be fun. I think that the McAllister's is perfect. It's got a lot of history at the McAllister's pub, hundred years old plus. And uh, I love Patty. He's a great guy. And uh, I'm, everyone I tell them go to Ireland, they show you're going to love it. It's so beautiful. Oh, you've so not I been here I'm before. To... Okay, so this is your first visit. Oh, no. You know, I'm going to Ireland before I made it to Italy. You believe it? <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's fantastic. <laughs> now, Paddy did ask me, he said, Sinead, ask him, has he, uh, he, you, he gave you a special gift there not that long ago of some whiskey. Have you tried the whiskey yet? You know, it's such a beautiful box. Uh, I, I, I'm really <laughs> waiting for a special occasion. Well, uh, you know, you gotta be, you, you know? gotta be special. You're right, and you know, perhaps he should have given you, I don't know, uh, Chianti or a nice pack, six pack of Peroni or something, something like Vito from The Sopranos <laughs> would drink. You know what I mean? No, I like the whiskey. It's it's good. I, you know, it, it's it's such a beautiful, it's a beautiful gift, and I. I'm waiting for... Uh, I couldn't uh, drink it on my wedding. Maybe I'll drink it on my divorce. Oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't put that out there. Don't put that out there. But, you know, getting getting to, you know, Sopranos and acting, I did read somewhere that uh, Benicio Del Toro gave you your big break. Is that right? Um, he certainly helped me with the Sopranos. Uh, I met him on my first film. Is it too noisy? I know, because I'm downstairs in this... Uh, no, we can. Have you're coming across you absolutely clear. You're no problem there at all, Joe. Yep, absolutely no bother okay. my end. Yep. So I was uh, the first movie I ever did. Benicio, I didn't get to work with Benicio, but Benicio was in it. It's called Money for Nothing. Great movie. Uh, John Cusack. Oh, you like it? Okay. And you want to like you want you're the person who saw it. Okay, now I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a so, great movie. Uh, People need to seek that out. That's a great movie. Yeah, about Joey Coyle. Um, and he might, obviously, uh, I had a little scene in there, but, um, uh, he wrote and directed a short film, asked me to be the lead in it with Matthew McConaughey. And, uh, I did that. But then I moved back from LA back to New York and he got me in two movies that he was in and happened to be the soprano casting directors were casting those. And they said, you know, you're in our movies. We don't even know who you are. Why don't you come and meet us? So I did. And they have an agent. I said, no. They said, well, just keep in touch with us every few months. See what we got going on. I did. And uh, that's how I got my start in The Sopranos and through Benicio. That is such a cool Hollywood story. Can I just say that's brilliant. And, you know, like you were a little bit, though, kind of on the fence about TV. I mean, TV acting now is nearly becoming bigger than acting in the movies in ways, you know, particularly with like the arrival of Netflix and all that sort of stuff. But back then you were kind of like, oh, TV project, I'm not sure. Right. Um, even they like, you know, I guess I auditioned 97. <clears throat> but now TV blew up. But back then, people wanted to be like, you know, movie stars and just do movies. And now TV is just as big, if not bigger. So, you know, they said to me, uh, you don't even have an agent. So don't worry about what you want to be and what you want to be in. Uh, and they were right. And they said, this is going to be something special. Make sure you, uh, you come into this audition. Oh, very good. So when you do go into the audition, like, do you have to get really psyched up? Like, do you have to get into the mind of the gangster, the accent, the walk, the whole bit? Well, you know, it was so long ago, and I'm going to give away something that I'm sure you know, and maybe your listeners, but I, it was for a different character. It was, yeah. It was, 
Yeah, it was one scene in a bakery, and I get thrown out because Christopher is being disrespected. And um, um, so, I mean, when, you know, I was just playing a regular guy, going to get, like, you know, pastries and bread uh, okay. in, a, in a bakery. Okay, but you you know uh, yeah. you, you've got you've you've already got the sort of New York twang that you know is you know impeccable <laughs> for for a gangster like you know you worked on Mickey Blue Eyes another great gangster movie that I absolutely love before Sopranos with Hugh Grant and James Caan. Uh, you do you remember the scene in, on the way to the restaurant where James Caan gives Hugh Grant's character a lesson on how to be a gangster and it goes horribly wrong? Yeah, yeah. He's kind of going, I, I, teaching him all the lingo and all that stuff. Story. Yeah, he's like teaching him, you know, for, forget about it and all this kind of stuff. In the <laughs> oh, right. Forget, and, and, and they say forget about it also in Donnie Brasco. That's right. Uh, that's right. You know that movie? Where, I know it so uh, well, Johnny he, Depp. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, he's trying to tell him what forget about it means. Now, I grew up in Brooklyn, which is notorious for, you know, mobsters. Yeah. Um, uh, and so where I grew up, I, you know, you watch these guys, you see them, uh, you know how they talk, you go to the same uh, places they go, restaurants or bars, and you just like it's second nature to me. So, um, doing my role, you know, it would have been easy to play a mobster. Uh, it was more challenging to play, uh, you know, a guy in the closet yeah. and he comes out. So that was the challenge acting was, And that's what I wanted. So that's how that came about. And and before I chat to you a little bit about that, can you can you give me like a gangster like a lesson real quick? Like I don't know if I'm doing it right. Do you know what I mean? Like if I wanted to kind of you know go in there and command the room, be like forget about it. You know, is that good enough? Do you reckon? Uh, right. <laughs> let me hear, let me hear it again. Let me hear it again. Forget about it. Hmm. Too many uh, too many. You pronounced it too nicely. Oh, okay. Forget I'm too nice. It. Forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah, yeah, forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah, forget, forget about it. Forget about it. Are you gonna, <laughs> I love are you it. Gonna, are you going to ask me, uh, when you go to McDonald's, are you going to have a, uh, a crack? I'm going to go just like, forget about it. <laughs> well, That's actually, it. when you go to McAllister's, the only phrase in Dundalk that you need, right, I'm going to give you a quick lesson real quick, is mon the town, yeah. right? Mon the town. So instead of saying, come on the town, you have to be like, mon the town, mon the town, like that. Mom the town? Is that mom the town? Kind of, but don't ask mom a question. The town. <laughs> kind of like mom the town. Uh, you know what I mean? You're confident, like they're going to do well. Mom the town. Mom the town. <laughs> mom the, I might use that on a plane. Do it, I'm man. Gonna be, uh, I'm going to be practicing that. Mom the town. Mom the town. And you know, not on radio, but if you want to slip in a little speech of there, it'll go down well as well, you know, under Doc, it really will. Um, <laughs> but tell me about Vito, because, oh my goodness, what a, what a huge storyline for this guy. Now, I did hear somewhere along the line that you it was sort of your idea for him to be in the closet. Uh, well, it wasn't sort of, it was 100%. Oh, really? So, okay. But once, yeah, once they brought me back as uh, Vito... Um, I got to kill Jackie Jr., which was a big treat. I was yeah. nice. <laughs> and the season three. And um, I was reading a book called uh, Murder Machine, a uh, true story um, about a crew in Brooklyn. And one of the guys in this crew uh, was gay. So they, they had this bar in Brooklyn called the Gemini Lounge. 
and they would kill a guy. The upstairs was an apartment, mm. and up they'd kill a guy, and then drain his, you know, chop him up, drain his blood in the bathtub. One of the guys in the crew was named Vito, and he was gay. So I, um, I um, suggested to one of the writers to read the book. I said, look, I'm reading this book. This is kind of very, it's very interesting. You never get to uh, see this mm. uh, about a gay mobster, and I'd be willing to do it. And it's the only, it took him two years to do it. And it, it was the only suggestion that David Chase ever took from an actor. Wow. And that changed my life. It really yeah. did. And like, was it daunting as well? Because like, you know, you'd get a couple of movies under your belt. This is a massive TV show. It's hugely popular, like for you as an actor and also for the writers, there was a, a big, you know, risk involved there. You maybe weren't sure about how the, the audience would respond. You know, what was it like for you personally? Well, like I said, being from where I'm from in Brooklyn, uh, real guys stopped talking to me. Some of them. Wow. Uh, yeah, they weren't. Uh, I had a little problem one time with a guy whose uncle was really big. Um, but for the most part, you know, guys in Brooklyn, just like, you know, the mob, they like to break, um, to break shoes, so they say, mm. so to say, coconuts. And so, you know, I took a lot of kidding and jabbing, but uh, for the most part, it was pretty good. They knew it was an acting job. And uh, like I said, I'm a self-taught chef. I'm pretty much a self-taught actor. So I wanted to prove to myself and to people that I could act. And I wanted a challenge. So that's why I was willing to do it. You certainly proved us all. <laughs> you really did because it's such it's such an, an iconic performance that people go back to again and again and it will be remembered. It really did, it will. Now, you mentioned food and you are a real foodie. You're a professional chef. You ran restaurants. You are taking over a restaurant, I believe, in Dublin as well. Uh, I don't know about, I don't think, you know, taking over a restaurant, I mean... As in your... your, oh, your in Dublin. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah. And, 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 yeah, 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 hands teeth, right, 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 right. I thought you mean like permanently. You know, I'm going to be cooking in a restaurant. Uh, I'm going to be doing a very simple dish called uh, uh, linguine carbonara. But oh, it's out of yes. the Parmesan wheel. Yeah, you make it in the Parmesan wheel. It's a big wheel of cheese. You cook the pasta in there, the sauce. And it makes it all cheesy and gooey and nice. Oh my God, that sounds like the ultimate comfort food at the end of a long day. <laughs> that's what you want to be eating. Absolutely brilliant. Um, so before we finish up, Joseph, can I ask you some sl- silly questions? Yeah. What is in your pockets right now? Just my wallet. Um, who is the last person you texted? Uh, well, my friend that's sitting with me. I sent him a picture from, uh, I think, last night. Okay, lovely, lovely. Yeah. Uh, pineapple on a yeah. pizza, yes or no? Oh, oh, please, I'm about to vomit. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, Joseph, you're not yeah, one of these no. weird people. Yeah, uh, what song would have you running to the dance floor? Oh, good one. You know, I'm an old classic disco guy. Yeah. I don't know, maybe Don't Stop the Music. Yes. Anything by the Tramp. And uh, what's the strangest thing a fan has ever said or done to you? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Keep it clean, Joe. Night? Keep it clean. Keep it clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, ask me the. Uh, the uh, I autographed a certain. Bo- it was a woman. Well, a certain body part. Oh, lovely. <laughs> I thought it. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me too. <laughs>
And for her. Um, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was, that was, yeah, yeah. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> and if today was your last day on earth, what would you do? Well, I'd find the girl that I autographed. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I'd make a nice um, linguine with clam sauce. That's a, that's a pretty good last day, Joe, has to be said. Joseph, it has been such a real pleasure. Thank you so, so much for chatting to me and expect a big Irish welcome when you arrive over here in the next few weeks. Oh, I look forward to it and thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you.